Welcome back. This is part two with Garrett Ziegler on Conservative Daily. It only gets better, so here we go. Well, I mean, one of the things that you do is you're very careful. You're very methodical. You said OCD. I would say that you just make sure that, you know, maybe maybe good becomes the enemy of great a little bit <laughs> and getting it out there. But it's it's proper. It's right. And, and you can follow it. I mean, the, the one thing that I say is I go through um, the report is that I can follow it. I can use the footnotes in order to come to a better conclusion about what the factual basis is behind that. So you, you <clears throat> talked you talked about FARA. What about the OFAC violations for sanctioned nations and sanctioned uh, companies that that uh, Hunter was doing business with? Is that did that come That's up in, the, question. in any, any of the information that it, you were looking it into? It did. It, the there were multiple companies that Hunter was invested in through BHR, which engage in sanction violations. The tricky part is having enough of a paper trail to tie Hunter to it. And so one thing that we do in this report is we never accuse Hunter of a crime that we can't prove. And so what we so a couple of times we get him on conspiracy. He clearly violated 18 U.S.C. 371 because he agreed uh, to violate a crime or to commit a crime in the future. But, for example, you uh, get very concrete with you here. BHR was invested in the Chinese uh, Chinese General Nuclear Power Company. That's in the that's in the draft I sent you. And they committed multiple sanctions violations and we can go through that along with face plus plus hunter biden through bhr and he's given no evidence that he's divested wasn't is still to this day invested in the technology that surveils muslims in western china it's an absolute yeah, fact the and we during the trump administration uh i'll say we it's a collective we i was the young guy but the commerce department sanctioned them uh and then you know treasury controls ofac but um, Treasury also has a very, very distinct role in um, the, the suspicious activity reports that were received. And one, I'll break, I don't know if I've told this, but here's some other news along with, uh, along with Xi Jinping being involved in the Biden, Biden family business. Uh, we received from our whistleblower, the same whistleblower that gave us this, the subpoena, uh, for the grand jury subpoena that was dated on May 15, 2019, our whistleblower gave us two never-before-seen suspicious activity reports that go in to the account numbers, the amounts, the to and from. We actually have the exact Ukrainian pimps that Hunter was uh, was funding, and they're in our report. And we we try to follow, we had a, co- a couple of PIs hit a, hit a brick wall though. Because these women, there's basically very little paper on them. And so we have their email addresses, um, but the bank statements on Hunter's laptop, his checking account statements, don't have much information other than their names. And so we, the suspicious activity report section, uh, section of the report has, you know, 90 footnotes. And so people can follow these hyperlinks and see, see what Hunter is doing. It is disgusting. Um, the, the SARS are, you know, for our for our listeners, banks file suspicious activity reports whenever there's abnormal uh, transactions. And so, yes. does every transaction in in a suspicious activity report indicate a crime? No. But that was our job to then look at that star and say, okay, what else on the laptop will corroborate this? <laughs> and we actually do that in the draft. You'll see that. What meaning? Okay, this star from J.P. Morgan says that Hunter. Uh, 
sent $5,100 to this Ukrainian pimp in March of 2019. What other info can we that's on the laptop can we we then use to say this is actually legit? JP Morgan, uh, you know, we can corroborate this two different ways, um, and. I think that's very important, and I, I agree with you. Uh, my sister's about to rip my head off because I haven't released a report yet, but part of it is I think I want this to be read in 50 years, and yeah. so I want to be damn sure that I don't have to release different editions. I don't want to have corrections. We put at the top of it, um, you, you know, this is in the public domain. We're not copywriting any of this. We're not in this to make money, um, and the the people who are listed, we give them a chance to comment before we release this. I've contacted Devin Archer. I've contacted all these people and given them a chance to comment. The FBI agents who slow walk the investigation. I just emailed them today. Michael Deasley-Ack and Joshua Wilson. Their names and contact information are going to be in this report. So we illuminate basically the deep state slow walk. We don't say cover up because there still is an active grand jury investigation. Right. But um, this is a slow walk in the classic sense meaning they've been doing this investigation for four years now. The only reason why Hunter wasn't pursued in 2019 to 2020, Joe, is because his daddy was running for president. That's already been reported uh, out of David Weiss's office. And so if but for his last name, if but for his surname, Hunter would have been indicted by now, except his daddy is running for president, which is just the epitome of nepotism. Well, and, you know, I want to just bring up some of the stuff that's in the report, you know, especially related to Chris Clark and the connections to Nicholas McQuaid, who uh, Joe Biden good. appointed yes. to um, be the chief deputy of the DOJ's criminal division on his first full day in office, right? Yep. So, um, and then, you know, you go into, and, and I hope I'm not giving up too much information, but you go into... No, this is, this is, yeah. absolutely, no. So, so if, if, I don't know if you want us to put up a page, if we're allowed to put up a page, but this was interesting because it says, tellingly, McQuaid refused to recuse himself from the investigation into the Bidens. To map out how the influence operation worked, Chris Clark, Hunter's attorney, and Nicholas McQuaid both worked at Lantham and Watkins, which, by the way, they come up all over the place in a lot of other uh, circles oh, related to election fraud, too. So, um, and argued cases together so spin doctors in the media cannot reasonably claim that Lantham and Watkins, just a huge international law firm, or McQuaid just barely interacted because they did interact. Um, so, yeah. And the day he got appointed, Joe, Chris Clark had to. Um, or how, I want to get this correct. The, the day McQuaid was appointed, there was a court filing in a case, and I'm not sure which district it is, but they were on the case together. Right. <laughs> Chris yeah. Clark and Nicholas McQuaid were on a freaking case together. And so um, he's br- unless Nicholas McQuaid's boss has delivered an opinion in writing that his participation would not present a conflict of interest, which we obviously disagree with. Uh, he's he's violating federal regulations. I mean, the exact code for anybody who wants to uh, go look this up, it's on it's on page seven of the report, twenty eight CFR forty five point two. Yeah, so it's a it's a clear conflict of interest. Can, can and, we go ahead and put this up? You know, put up page. Yeah, yeah. Put it up while you're Absolutely. talking. Sorry, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Yeah. The, by the way, McQuaid is a die-in-the-wool partisan dim. Like, I'm not going to say a Bolshevik just because I haven't dug on him enough yet. But he is. I mean, even in his Twitter bio, he's a you know proud, proud Obama White House alum, Southern Dish, Southern District of New York. Uh, went to Wesleyan and, and Columbia Law. I mean, the, the, <laughs> it's just so obvious what happened. And so, unlike 
there have been report there's been reports about this. So if anybody's listening in and say Tucker Carlson covered this, he did. He did. And a couple of other people have covered this. But we we put it out there as, you know, the exact code. Because a lot of people in, in the comments, I'll post something on my channel and they'll sort of like want me to have handcuffs and go arrest uh, and go arrest, you know, Hunter <laughs> Hunter myself and that's I that's not that's not me. But I do want them to be armed with the truth. Uh, exactly what law they're breaking. They're breaking that law. And if somebody digs deep into this, Joe, they're going to realize, well, wait, that code of federal regulation is uh, enforced by the DOJ itself. So Garland should be getting thousands of emails every single day from Americans asking about 28 CFR 45.2. If he has, if, if McQuaid's boss, Ken Polite, if he has delivered that opinion, if he has written a memo that, that uh, effectuates that, that says McQuaid's uh, participation would not create an appearance of conflict of interest, which is bullshit. But he, let's say he did. They right. need to release that. This is, you know, they, we don't need, this doesn't need to be in a vault somewhere. Uh, and by the way, by the way, the Republicans have no clue what's going on. All of the letters that have been written so far haven't put McQuaid's up. If I were, if I were in the Senate, and I don't want to be, but if I were in the Senate, I'd put this guy's face up at a hearing. Where's Nicholas McQuaid? That should be a that should be a hashtag. You know, because well, he's the deputy of the criminal division. Ugh. Who who is not, who is not doing anything, and he's the head. So so this just this likens itself to what George Soros has done in dropping DAs all over the country. It's a very to good stop, analogy. To stop it's crimes exactly from being happened. committed, right? I mean, we, we know that they're running a criminal enterprise. You know, you said um, uh, Whitey Bulger, um, his uh, son, his, is it nephew? His nephew. His, yeah, his, his ne- nephew was, was Hunter's longtime business partner. They are in the BHR deal together uh, through another shell company. Uh, his name is Jimmy Bulger. Uh, Jimmy Bulger owns 10% of BHR as well. Uh, not only does Hunter uh, have deep connections to the Bulger crime mobster family, but also the Galanis family. Uh, if you look up, the, if you look at the man Jason Galanis, just type that into Google or, or, or DuckDuckGo or whatever you use, Brave, uh, preferably, you'll see that Jason Galanis is in Terminal Island right now. He's a this is a white collar crime family that goes back to the 80s, and Hunter is on emails with Jason Galanis. Derek Galanis, who's a born-again Christian, his brother, uh, basically escaped their mobster family, not, after going, uh, not until going to prison two times. He's been very right. helpful in our report. <laughs> so we've talked to Derek you know, every single day for months now. And so the Bidens are connected to the, uh, the Bulger family, the Galanis crime family, and through the Galanis, fine, and through the Galanis crime family, the Gambinos. So, you know, Rudy, I think, did a pretty good job of taking down the mob, but the mob has just entered our government now. You know, we've talked about this offline, but Nancy Pelosi, you know, she's the daughter of mobsters. Yeah. Um, the D'Alessandros, and the FBI had a big file on him. So, I mean, she's a mob mobstress, if you want to call her that. Uh, this is another hilarious, hilarious one. Um, you know, they're, they're talking about going to Hong Kong with Che Fang. And by the way, our laws are, uh, are are terrible in that they don't they don't extend to the sons. I wouldn't have minded if, when President Trump w- were in office, that his sons couldn't pursue certain business deals. Right? right. Right. I actually agree with those laws, but it's not in the books now. And so, meaning most of the reporting so far, especially in the Daily Mail and some of the New York Post stuff, they just talk about nepotism. But our nonprofit has tried to tried to say, okay, well, that is. 
sick and immoral, but what's illegal about this, right? We have to find the laws, and that's why we're so intent. We throw the book at him on the far. This is a clear-cut case. We have the paper trails to prove it. They were he, Hunter was a foreign agent for, for basically all the people that I, that I sent you pictures of. If you, if you want to go through the list, again, of those faces, I can go through the names much quicker. I know I spent a lot of time on China because it's the 100-pound no, panda bear in the room. Uh, hey, listen, I will yeah, give you as much but, time as I can have you for because I think this is important information. And this is the information, by the way, that gets to the details. And, and I'm just going to say it just, just so we're clear. I, I, I like Jack Maxey. Everyone has their, their – what you're doing is different than what he does. But the amount of detail yeah. and tying it all together, you know, that's where I really get excited because those are the things, the forensic uh, you know, of picture that needs to be – that needs to be made in order to point out all the different violations that and, and laws that were broken by Hunter Biden and by Joe Biden, because he broke laws too. Exactly. Exactly. Joe is aware of absolutely everything that was going on. The only, the only allegation that I will um, uh, respond to on the maxi front is the whole ODNI story is a total hoax. There's absolutely no evidence for it. His first version of the lie was that I was supposed to give it to Rick Grinnell, who he said was the acting ODNI at the time. Joe, Rick Grinnell wasn't the acting ODNI at the time. It was Radcliffe, and Radcliffe had a copy of the laptop or access to it in October. So there's yeah. absolutely no evidence for it. I feel like I'm in a dream responding to an allegation in a dream. You know when you wake up at 5 a.m. and you're wondering, you know, why in my dream was I in a gym with a random person? I've never been – that's what I feel like when somebody says that I betrayed the president by not giving him the laptop. This is absolutely ridiculous. My colleague now works for the president, and I'm going to be shipping him a copy of the report. I would – I would. Um, I, in fact, I was one of the few people in the White House to actually fight the election fraud. Most of the people were interviewing at McKinsey or yeah. Wall Street, which is – where Maxie spent his time. So it's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, I, I am uh, absolutely committed to writing a report that will stand the test of time. And that's why it's not about me, right? My name isn't even in this report. It's not even in this report. This, Ziegler's not mentioned one time. This is about our nonprofit, and it's about doing a job that nobody else is really situated to do. Um, basically, every single think tank, if, if anybody's listening to this and they're still giving money to, to a think tank, stop. All of them um, to, all of them have access to this, and none of them have, wrote, have written a comprehensive report. Miranda Devine does a great job of weaving all this together. Her book is extremely well written. I think that if you want to get a hold of the laptop um, and really understand which crimes are st – the statute of limitations hasn't passed. No. Special limitation doesn't pass. If you want to get understand the laptop, read Miranda's book and read our report. I support Jack and all of his endeavors, but nobody can nobody can even read the tobacco smudges on the the emails that he takes a picture of and posts. They have tobacco smudges on them, and there's like highlights and redactions. By the way, this report redacts absolutely nothing except that which is illegal not to redact. We redact their social security numbers, and we redact Joe Biden's current cell phone number. That is. It. Everything that's covered under 18 U.S.C. 119 has been redacted, absolutely nothing else, meaning I don't give a shit about Devin Archer's privacy. I don't want anybody to, heart, to, um, to, to hurt him. I don't want Devin Archer's kids to be harassed. But I'm saying these are absolute criminals. Nothing should be redacted. All the Metabiota emails that were released, um, all those people should be – their doors should be getting banged on uh, by the citizenry of wondering what they were doing. 
just a quick comment on Ukraine. Somebody in the comments asked about Ukraine. The, the truth is nuanced. Hunter helped Metabiota get DOD contracts and opened up doors for them at DOD. And he was, through the, the, the fund that he was involved in, was invested in it, uh, RSTP1. But we have not actually connected uh, Hunter's ownership interest to RSTP1, meaning there are different funds within Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners. You know this, Joe, but maybe some of your listeners don't. It gets uh, very convoluted very quickly because these private equity firms don't just have one pot. There's like four or five pots. So meaning one of the pots is invested in Metabiota, and Hunter can be involved in another pot that's not invested in Metabiota. But all of it is constructed for Hunter and Joe to maintain plausible deniability. Somebody in the comments is asking about, okay, what do we do with active law enforcement? Um, the number one thing that I would subpoena, number one thing, you want to get very in, into the weeds. If, if, if anybody, I'm going to send this to Ron Johnson after this, but if anybody wants to subpoena something, this is what I would subpoena. We finally figured this out. It took me five months. The number one thing that somebody should subpoena in Congress, if they get in power again, um, I'm going to post the actual number. Hold on. I'm writing it down too. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Hunter for 11 years paid for Joe's cell phone. So as vice president, Joe got a government cell phone, right? Yes. But, but Rosemont Seneca Partners, which was funded by foreign oligarchs, paid for Joe's other cell phones. So there, we've actually found pictures online of two of Joe at his vice presidential desk with two, uh, two iPhones on there. And one of them, one of them was 302-377-3313. That is the number. If I had a subpoena and I had, if I had subpoena power and I wanted one thing, I would get the calls and texts from that phone number because all the conversations about Victor Shokin and, um, uh, uh, all of the quid pro Joe's going down in Ukraine, it's going to be discussed on that line. Hunter is not going to put the Shokin stuff in his emails. Oh, so what's it's that number again? the private phone line that, um, that, that Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners paid for. What's the that actual number again? The AT&T user ID is Biden043532. And I don't know how long the NSA or AT&T holds on to the call logs and text logs, but at the very least, we need the text logs from that phone number. Um, because what's that phone number again? Illegal. Three zero two, three seven seven three three one three. There are a couple allusions to it in the emails. Um, Van Vu just commented, "Jack is committed to holding people accountable." I don't hear you saying that much on this topic. Well, you obviously don't follow me on Telegram, <laughs> because <laughs> basically at every single top, every single page is the district court that a action would be presented to be prosecuted on <laughs> so, every so single let's, page let's let's I've, let's, I've, let's I've, actually I've, get to that if we can so i can enter van vu's uh thing let's go to page 64 if you will in the report and put this up here so that you guys will get the copy of this report eventually yeah it will not it will yeah, be released it's totally free by the way yeah it's, it's not like gonna be, it's it's going to be a huge file because we don't want to uh make things blurry in my ocd i hate when people release blurry shit yeah. And so the resolution is going to be very – it's going to be about a gigabyte and a half. So it's going to be like you're downloading a movie. So just fair warning that it's going to be like a movie. Prepare for it. I'll tell you, you know, we're going to put it on Telegram. We're going to put it on Dropbox. Every single platform, Mega, um, 
and well, everything else. So if you want to put up the page, I can, I can walk them through of what the exhibits look like. So, um, basically, we try to do the role of, of, of a U.S. attorney, right? We don't have subpoena power, but if, if you were looking at an exhibit saying, okay, where was the crime committed? What's the date? Who's involved in which in what are the statutes? You know how long this takes to construct? Unlike the unlike just posting screenshots, you have to have to figure out which laws, um, right? Which laws they broke? And so we've had an attorney at our side the entire time, Mr. Clark from North Carolina. I'll give him a shout out. Um, I'm constantly running stuff by him throughout the day. Of oh, the SARS are on page sixty four. Yeah, sixty four, um, and then it goes to business really, crimes the day after, or the page well, after. What, let's do. Can I pick a particular page? Pick um, what do you want. Let's You're do, driving. Uh, seventy-five. This is the one where he's literally yes. Hunter is literally corresponding with the foreign ministry. Zhang, or it's with Yang Jiechi and Zhao Jingjing and Hongbo Dang Hongbo. That's the SAR. Um, but I would go to page seventy-five. It's going to be a FAR violation, but it's also going to be a lobbying violation or a conspiracy to uh, violate lobbying violations. All right, and this uh, this is uh, the accomplished Randy Russell. What um, two USC sixteen oh three code sixteen oh three and eighteen USC two three seventy one. Yes, and, let me let what, me walk this through. So okay. Hunter, is, this is extremely stupid. What he's doing, he's literally emailing the foreign ministry office. Those are government emails. Zhu Jingjing is a foreign minister on behalf of China. And he's privately negotiating uh, not only uh, adoptions. This this guy named Randy Russell, a lobbyist, um, it, it was wanting uh, basically a a fast track to get an adoption from China. And he's like, should I have somebody from my dad's office weigh in, or is that overkill? That's the conspiracy charge. Hunter is not a registered lobbyist. He was at one time, right? So Hunter never stopped lobbying Joe. He just. You just stop registering, registering, which is completely illegal. Uh, so another question with Van Vo, this, uh, this guy is, is uh, I just have to address this one more time. Why don't you work together with Jack? Just go to my Telegram page, dude. I addressed this back in September. I wanted to work with Jack. They don't want to work with a young guy. Remember, no. th this is like me and a bunch of like 38-year-olds in Marco Polo. I'm 26 and everybody's like 35. And so it's a young group. And I don't just kiss ass. So that's why I don't care about these different camps either. Anybody who wants to work with me and take down and, and chronicle the Biden's crimes, I'm for it. So the one on the right is the conspiracy to violate lobby, uh, to, the conspiracy to violate lobbying laws. The middle guy, David Wade, was John Kerry's chief of staff, longtime Biden lackey. Uh, the left uh, side of the screen, if you go back to it, that is Hunter negotiating a future dinner with a real estate group in D.C. with the foreign ministry. These are things that are clear-cut FAR violations. For instance, foreign interests will pay somebody hundred grand a month to do these type of tasks, to have these right. connections. And Hunter's doing it in unencrypted emails. And Yang is a longtime Joe Lackey. Uh, he's, he's mentioned in um, many articles. He's picture with Joe. And so all these big people are associates of, Joe, of Hunter's, Hunter's dad. So it's not like we're just focusing on Hunter, right? This is the Joe Biden scandal. He's the center piece and Hunter is facilitating it all. So it's a one, it's a one, two punch. Um, and remember, this is exactly the statute that got Paul Manafort for 22 USC 612. Uh, so 
hey, if Paul Manafort had FARA violations, I want him to get prosecuted. We're, we're about law and order. We're not, this isn't a jungle. But right. at the same time, uh, if Hunter is committing FARA violations, and remember, the FARA, the statute of limitations for FARA starts on the last act. So if Hunter's maintaining contact as, a, as an agent for these foreign principals, it, the clock starts at the last moment of representation. So all this stuff from Burisma, Hunter didn't get off the board till April of 2019, right, when his daddy announced for resident. So that's for April of 2024. So a very good question from Surf City USA 60. It's a one-two punch. Obviously, all of these, not all of them, but a large majority are state-level crimes, especially the sex trafficking and the drugs, which we go into, which is second and third sections of the report. But, but the business ones are violations as well. The money laundering, you can get on, on state-level charges. So it's a one-two punch, meaning I'm not going to say that our entire goal, our entire goal is to go to state-level prosecutors and district attorneys, which will obviously pepper the areas in which you committed these crimes. But if the voting situation ever gets worked out, there, many of the FARA violations are still, still in the statute of limitations. So the truth is worth it for its own sake, point number one. Point number two, it's not Marco Polo's job to arrest people, although I wish it was, and we would do a hell of a job. But number three, we have to lay this out. This is, this is a political gift, and, and it's a really a window into the dark soul of these people. And I know you mentioned that at the start, Joe, but I just want to hammer that in, that, that this laptop, is, is, it's a window in, and very rarely. You know, if we just get five leaked emails, that's like a huge, huge thing. It is a huge deal. We're, you know, we have 129,000. So, um, and I'm glad that WikiLeaks is planning on publishing some of these. Um, but we're, we're creating a tool right now where anybody's going to be able to search the 129,000 emails via keyword searches. Um, so I, again, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than Marco Polo. I, I, I wish this was a, sh a white, a great white shark feeding fest on the right where everybody just dug in, um, and, and took a bite out of this. But right now we're doing this report and it has to be done. And it, it's something that I'm finally proud of back in December. I wasn't really proud of some of the sections and I'm finally got to the point now where it's like, damn, this is something I really can, you know, uh, sign my name to. So <sighs> IP vanish, um, you know, IP vanishes helps with, um, safely browsing the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IP Vanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even the physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes it virtually impossible for them to find you online. If you use IP Vanish on limited you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computer, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. Um, is guaranteed at an incredible 70% off your yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, just like getting nine months for free. So IPVantage is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today and brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trusted Pilot. Go to IPVantage.com slash daily. Use the promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVantage.com slash daily daily well and and as you get as you get further down the you know into the report and i think this is actually where where i where i stopped was um right around 87 let me see where i can find it real quick 86 
so so this is when you start getting into the uh, BHR, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. uh, Project Hansen, BHR's takeover of Hanengi's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, automotive, an American manufacturer of dual-use anti-vibration yep. technologies. Um, clear far violation. They clear. actually get a tip that their their CFIUS uh, approval is going to go through. How in the hell is Wang Jin expecting the CFIUS approval to go through? It's not. That's not. That's a. Um, uh, by the way, one more thing. There's absolutely no evidence that the context that we're discussing that the big guy is Obama. It's just, it's, I'm not saying that Obama has never been called the big guy by anybody in his life. I'm simply saying that in the context of CEFC in the laptop emails, the big guy is Joe. And right. I turn and that's to clear. the person who was in the two line, i.e. Tony Bobolinsky. I asked him straight up and he said it on television. Right. And so we have Tony Bobolinsky's confirmation. We have two other references. Um, so I'm not saying that, that Obama was never called the big guy by Joe. I'm saying on the laptop emails of which we are writing on uh, that the big guy is Tony. I mean, this is basic, this basic stuff that just keeps coming up. Um, what about the German servers? I have no clue what you're no clue what you're talking about other than the GMX emails. Um, Stingray67 at gmx.com was Joe's personal email during the Obama administration uh, that evaded laws. He broke a couple of laws um, on that, uh, especially at the start of the U- Ukraine section. You'll see in the draft, Joe, that uh, Joe got emails on his Stingray account. Uh, Hunter was sent call notes about Joe's upcoming call with Petro Poroshenko to his business email. That, that was a violation, a clear violation of 44 U.S.C. 2207. You can go look up that statute. Um, so we try to get in the weeds, and um, I'll stop now and see see where you want to go next. But I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. Or if you like to hike, or you you frankly you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an America or excuse me an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with Air Medcare Network. You're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code daily um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily, you receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Well, I think that, you know, that I think it's important to understand that, you know, the, the, the laptop didn't, you know, they, nobody has access to the actual laptop anymore. It was given to the FBI. Now the FBI says they have no idea where it is. Right. Is that accurate? Yeah. That, can I go into that? That's a very good point. Yeah. The, I mean, I think we go through the first the, section. The, we have yeah. a four page timeline. And the fiscal laptop was taken by Joshua Wilson and Mike Zelak, both FBI agents. Both have worked on child pornography cases. Right. They took it on December 9th of 2019. I actually believe that the cyber director at headquarters could be telling the truth that he doesn't know where it is because I think that thing never left the Baltimore field office, which is the real tragedy. Because if you actually listen to JP's videos, he says that Zelak and Wilson called him a um, uh, an hour after they took the laptop on a subpoena and asked how to access it. 
meaning that laptop should have been going to a forensics office, preferably the one near Quantico that the FBI has, but it stayed at the field office. And so I would not be surprised if it's either at the bottom of a river by by Wilmington or it never left the Baltimore field office. And that is a damn shame because the federal FBI forensics lab should have had the original one. What I am offering, what I am operating off of is the exact one that Rudy operated off of and everybody else, which is a copy was the data was transferred from JP who made a bootable drive. And that's what we're operating off of. Well, so, um, and, and yeah. just so you know, I met with JP. John Paul Mack, I met with him in December of 2020 in um, Colorado Springs Monument. Right, Mr. Producer? Yeah, it was at his his family's house. Yeah, and he was scared to death. And I said, listen, and and I know that there are multiple copies that he made because he was in fear of his life. And he's like, there's no way I'm just going to hand this over to the FBI and not, not have some sort of protection. He sent one of those copies, obviously, to... Um, uh, Rudy Giuliani, and he sent another copy to, I sent two other copies, one to his attorney, um, and then he, he made sure that he had. Do you guys copies. like the timeline section? I, absolutely. I think we should walk through it. I think we should, I think we should walk through the, the timeline. timeline section was phenomenal. Okay. And I think, Thank you. I think that would um, give everyone an idea of kind of what we're talking about here because they had it, and, and, and you said it in 2019, 2019. In December 9th of 2019, they had the laptop. Mm-hmm. Well before the presidential election. And I've election. been emailing, exactly, and I've been emailing David Weiss and Leslie Frieder-Wolf and Jamie McCall, all these friggin' prosecutors at the at the District of Delaware. I've emailed them. They all know of our, our, uh, our group, and we've been pep- peppering them. All these people need to be, need to be uh, deposed. Yeah, and okay, so let's let's walk through it. So your timeline actually goes all the way back to um, 2010 because that's when uh, JP actually registered the Mac shop. So I'll let you drive. Yeah, I wanted to start at the beginning. Well, I, I wanted to, to to start when he when he started the shop um, mm-hmm. because I wanted to. This is a word used by leftists a lot, but I wanted to humanize him, you know, and uh, and and say okay. You know, if if I've never heard about the laptop before, what is you know what is this repair shop? How do I look more, look up more information? So if anyone wants to go to the Secretary of State website in Delaware and look who his registered agent was or what the date was, they can do that. Four five four seven nine four eight five five was the file number, and everything else in the timeline is related to corruption, right? Uh, from Hunter getting kicked out of the Navy for cocaine use to um, Joe meeting his business partner on the official state visit to China in December of 2013, and then everything from the correspondence of, you know, the Burisma contract should begin now, not after the upcoming visit of Joe. We should be paid 25K per month, and then it was actually $166,000 per month, and he split it for a time with Devin Archer. The uh, lying press did a limited hangout and said it was 50 grand. There's absolutely no evidence for that. They pulled that out of their ass. That was just another, that was a hoax. He got paid 166 grand a month. And uh, so that 
ended up to be $83,000 that went into the Rosemont Seneca Bohai bank account, and then they divvied it up after that. Uh, Hunter was also instrumental in getting Boy Schiller Flexner, the legal fixers for the worst characters in the Western world, principally Harvey Weinstein. Uh, they got they, Hunter got them involved with Burisma as well. Um, and they so Hunter was double dipping because he was of counsel at Boy Schiller at the same time he was on the board of Burisma. Nobody talks about that. That is not only uh, egregious and, and uh, disgusting, but it's criminal in the United States. If Burisma were an American company, Hunter would be doing illegal. What he was what he was doing was illegal because he clearly had a conflict of interest. How could he be on the board while he, he was approving the payments to Boy Schiller while also being at the board? Are being on the board, and so the the timeline goes into everything from Victor Shokin to Sally Painter and Karen Tramontano. We're going to make them famous in political circles. Sally Painter and Karen Tramontano are already known, Joe, but they they have to get more airtime. Allegedly, they're under investigation right now by the DOJ uh, for for violating the Foreign Agent Registration Act. If I were pro a prosecutor, I would try to get info about Hunter from Karen and Sally, both big-time Clinton operatives that go back to the 90s. They're terrible human beings. Every single uh, oligarch that you can think of has paid them to massage stories and use their influence in Washington, from Latvia to uh, other Baltic states. Serbia? Another thing we Romania. Another thing we make very clear in the timeline is Devin Archer refers to John Kerry as quote his guy. Um, Devin Archer was on John Kerry's 24, 2004 campaign. He was actually his vice chairman of finance at the ripe age of thirty one. He was a go getter, and uh, John Kerry and Devin Archer illegally back channeled diplomacy for years. In fact, one of the crimes on the laptop was Devin Archer directly negotiating with the foreign minister of Kazakhstan, Idrizov, uh, prepping Idrizov for an upcoming call with John Kerry. And then John Kerry's chief of staff, David Wade, reaches out to Devin Archer and asks him for notes about his recent call with Idrizov. It's a clear violation of, of uh, 18 U.S.C. 9, uh, 951. That's about as clear-cut as you can get. It's actually what they charged Maria Butina on. <laughs> Maria Butina actually didn't get charged with violating FARA, even though her retarded attorney uh, said that, he, that she was. She actually got charged under Section 951 violations. Those carry a penalty of 10 years in prison. Devin Archer, he's already going to prison, but Devin Archer should be prosecuted for that as well. That, that actually has a different statute of limitations, Joe, because the Section 951 violations are basically espionage light. Espionage, the, yeah. the statute of limitations is different than FARA. Um, now, so, the espionage like acts or uh, is uh, the, the statute is 10 years, correct? Or is it eight years? Eight years? I think it's 10. Don't quote me on that section. Yeah. I do know, though, that it's the clearest It's the clearest cut we have in the laptop. Of, uh, just, I'm not an attorney, but I want to explain this for the listeners. FARA and Section 951 are often conflated, but they're right. two different statutes. The 951, think of it as you're acting on behalf of a foreign government. But the FARA passed in 1938 originally. You don't actually have to be negotiating or be an agent of a foreign government. You can be an agent of a foreign political party, which is what happened to Manafort, or you can even yeah. be an agent of a foreign business. And so Hunter mostly violated the FARA, but there are a couple of them, especially in the CEFC with President with uh, General Secretary Xi approving potential meetings. He could get into Section 951 territory, which is what I would do. The only position that I would ever go back to D.C. for would be the DOJ. It all starts and ends there. If we don't have a good DOJ, 
it, you know, it's not even, it's not worth it. So once we fix the DOJ, all of this shit can be rectified. But, but to do that, Joe, we have to lay all this out. And so that's what we did is, is every single bullet point on this timeline has a footnote, maybe even a couple footnotes. One thing that we really hammer on, uh, this is the last thing I'll say on, on Ukraine in the timeline, is John Solomon's reporting has not really been puffed up as much as it should. He got, right. through FOIA even, memos that show in the fall of 2015, there was absolutely no, quote, interagency consensus on Shokin uh, needing to be fired in Ukraine. In fact, in October of 2015, there was a task force by an interagency task force featuring the DOJ State Department that said Ukraine had made good progress in fighting corruption. And remember, this is one of the, this is their gaslighting campaign. They said that Shokin needed to be fired because he quote wasn't cleaning up the prosecutor general's office. But Shokin was actually investigating Burisma, right? So the the very thing and um, uh, the the very thing that they're accusing Shokin of doing. Is what they're doing. Yeah, but that's right? what they've done. That's so, that's exactly what they've done. They've actually turned it that's on what its they head. Do. This is this has been misattributed to Saul Alinsky. We've we ser- I searched for probably probably an inappropriate amount of time on this, but I searched for uh, hours finding any allusion to Saul Alinsky saying this. But it was actually Joseph Gables, the Nazi guy. Yeah. Um, who said that the the greatest propaganda campaign conducted on the German people was they were accused of that which their accusers were doing. <laughs> so it's 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 a it's gaslighting 101, and it's what the Bidens have been uh, a lot on. Can I just respond to one more comment? Yeah. Malexa 2876 said Valerie Jarrett. That's not true. Uh, she's referring to an email uh, that in that. CCs the email of Valerie Biden. Valerie Biden's email is hurricane five one five five at gmail.com. Yeah. Valerie's secret service name was Hurricane. I don't know who put out this hoax, but it's not true. Yeah. Val- Valerie Jarrett was not on the email. It's Valerie Biden, who's Joe's admitted best friend, who just released a puff book that probably made her hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's not Valerie Jarrett. I, I don't know who makes this stuff up, but it's not. Uh, Valerie Biden's email is hurricane five one five five at gmail dot com because her secret service name is Hurricane. Um, Peace Anon Redux said, "What's the plan then, Stan?" Um, I don't know what if you just tuned in, but I'm basically telling you the plan, which is we're exp- we're exposing the exact crimes they did. If you think that's common, it's not. None of the none of the very few of the journalists actually talk about which federal statutes they violated. They just say it's it's immoral. Well, of course, we know the Bidens are immoral. Joe's been grifting for 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 almost six, six decades. But to get them out of actual statutes is a is a is a high bar. And so the plan is to lay out the crimes and then for Christian non-compromised people to prosecute those crimes. So we're doing our job and hopefully I do it quickly, more quickly or my family's going to, you know, tear their hair out but um i know what that looks like the gmx account was bad (laughs) the gmx account was bad um it's not joshua smith by the way they're talking about the fbi agents they're michael d michael patrick dizliak or zlac however you want to pronounce it and joshua wilson we got pictures of wilson all we have on zlac is his high school photos we haven't been able to locate a photo of him 
Um, how much time did you spend on James Killier's daughter's Instagram? Uh, um, about five minutes. I had a tool that scrapes <laughs> Instagram accounts, and I downloaded all of her photos before she deleted it. Uh, she's a she's a whorish English girl who worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign. Think about that. The the guy who facilitated the CESC Biden deal, James Gillier, his daughter worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign. So that's an, what the heck? Like that has to be talked about. Um, devolution. I have I have no comment. I I have no comment. Uh, it's Alicia hit that big point that people keep pushing. Oh, the the. The claims of child pornography on the version of the laptop that JP gave are, to our knowledge, not true. And I'm going to explain this. The, the pictures that Rudy Giuliani and Bernie Carrick turned over to the Delaware State Police on, I think, December tw- or October 20th, yes. uh, 2020, are pictures of a, a topless Natalie Biden. Uh, but you, you cannot see her breasts. And they were taken in a locker room, and they're not going to pass the DOST test. What that means is if you go look at the DOST test, it's a six-part test that a district court in the United States instituted. It's not formal, but it's a test that's widely used. And it's about whether or not the, the pictures are the main focus is are the genitals and, and something else, meaning is there – we have found absolutely no evidence that there's been penetration – uh, sexual penetration between Hunter and Natalie. But but the nuanced truth is this, and this is what our report goes into. There are over 15 allusions on the laptop of Hunter being sexually inappropriate with Natalie. Right. And so the crime that we can prove, we can prove this. I'm not saying that that didn't happen with Hunter and Natalie, but I'm saying it's not on the laptop we have. But what I can prove is that four people committed state-level felonies by not reporting it. And there's, there's constant allusions to this over summer of 2018. And we listed them. I even posted this on True Social. Of the 11 people that we know of that were made aware, from Jimmy Biden to Jill Biden to Joe Biden, multiple therapists that Hunter and, uh, and Hallie visited, that they didn't do anything about the allegations. One of them, Hunter told his dad that Hallie was accusing him of, of getting off sexually and walking around naked, masturbating, watching porn, and smoking crack around Natalie. And so these are uh, uh, child abuse crimes, but what I want to get across is there is no video of, of Hunter having sex with his niece on, on the laptop, but it's a very gray area legally. If I were a prosecutor, I could probably make the case that they violate the DOS test. Um, but again, the, the, the thing I want to get across is that Hunter, these pictures, guys, were on a file on Hunter's computer under the tool uh, Dr. Phone. And so one thing that one of the books that came out of the laptop got wrong is that they said that, that Hunter and Natalie and Hallie shared, shared iCloud accounts. That's not true. They weren't sharing iCloud accounts. Um, what Hunter did was he, he got their phones and backed them up to his laptop. And so all these photos of, of Natalie's butt while she's in a bathing suit that are so immoral and inappropriate, but not necessarily illegal, right? It's not illegal to have a to have a have, have a, a picture of a of a fourteen year old's bathing of a picture of her in her bathing suit. It's just freaking weird and sick. Yeah. Uh, but he did that manually, meaning he backed it up to his computer. So I just wanted to go into that. Um, oh, th- this other this other. Um, uh, one about Malia Obama. 
<laughs> okay, so this came out, G News, which is, like I said, funded by Miles Guo, who is business partners with Che Feng, who is uh, Hunter's honeypot in China, said that the Mulan actress gave Hunter the foot job. It's not true. Um, we actually know the name of the, and, and age of the girl. Uh, she's above 18, but she's 20. Hunter committed a, a, an egregious felony with that. He flew the girl in from California. We actually have the, got the travel insurance for that trip. He violated the Mann Act, max, maximum statutory prison sentence for that crime alone for Hunter's 20 years. Um, so he violated a huge, huge felony there, guys, but it's not the Milan actress. That was disinformation put out inadvertently or purposely by G News. What I don't know is whether it's actually Malia Obama's credit card. It very well could be. Malia Obama has been photographed smoking pot. We know that the Obama family is extremely degenerate. And so I'm not denying that, that that's Malia Obama's Chase credit card. Hell, she hasn't even denied it. All I'm saying is that Hunter Biden did not have sex with Malia Obama, and it's not on the laptop. That was actually a, uh, a girl who was a standout track star at UNLD that just happens to look like Malia Obama, and we know her name. She's actually in the SAR, and we talk about her in the report. Our motive for bringing this all to light is that sunlight's the best disinfectant. We actually want to expose these criminal human trafficking networks so people get prosecuted. If, um, if, we, if we just hold it in, you know, nothing's going to happen. Uh, so Malia Obama's not on the, the Biden laptop. There's, it's just – remember – what you're hearing was G News before the election. G News was like it was like 60 percent good, and 40 percent was just was just Rabbit BS. Trail. There's yeah, there's one no Rabbit evidence trail. for it. So, yeah. not George News. GNews.com. It's Jeez. a Chinese outlet, sort of a dissonant. It was a creation of Miles Guo. So once you look at it, it I can't even stand to be on the site because it's just so messy and yeah. So the more the more you go down the I mean you know the, while you're actually speaking I was just going through some of the other things that were on the um, are in the report um, can can you give us an idea how much longer it'll be till till we have an active um, report that we can that we can just start doing specials on I know you're gonna fly into town and I'm really excited about that yeah I really want to do an in person with you and hopefully we can yeah. set aside like a couple of hours because oh. I don't I, I really want to put it up on a screen and and go through it. Remember, it's going to be totally free PDF download um, for everybody. And we just we're going to have hyperlinks. You can send this to send, just pepper it. We remember we're sending. We we hired a tech person. Um, uh, we not only have somebody on on from a legal perspective, but we have a couple of volunteers as well who extracted all the email addresses over nine thousand, um, and we're sending it to everybody in the laptop. All of Hunter's high school classmates, everybody's going to get a copy of this report. And those people are named. One of Hallie Biden's cocaine dealers, her name's Lisa Stone, um, she's going to be getting it as well. So it's going to be hilarious to watch these people. I, I hope that there's a camera and I can just watch somebody read this shit because it's going to be – the goal with it, Joe, number one is to get prosecutions. Uh, and number two is to, to humiliate people because only through humiliation can there be repentance. What, but once – you know, <laughs> once – if, if you're not humiliated, it's like the gospel. The gospel is meaningless without the law, right? If you just tell somebody Jesus loves them, but they don't believe they're a sinner, it's not going to do anything. So we have to get people to the, – the Bidens have to be humiliated. We cannot let them be shameless. We well, have think, to bring shame back to this country. Well, and I think that that's all part of the accountability, right? I mean that's 
I mean, that's where we get into how do we hold people accountable and how do we get back to a place where we have some semblance of, of true north as far as ethics and morals. And my fear yeah. is, is that, you know, that not enough's being done to really stand on the forehead of those people that have done really bad things. And the mainstream media, one of the things that, it, that it, you know, somebody just said in the comments is we need to share the daylights out of this. This needs to go everywhere. We literally need this to go everywhere. We need everyone. I'm not opposed to, by the way, taking that and creating thumb drives and getting 500,000 of them and walking them door to door. Here, read this, read this, read this. That's actually a great idea. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a, a size of a movie. So think about that. When, when you get the file size, you're going to be like, dang it, I don't, I don't know if I have a gigabyte of space. Think about it like Marco Polo is releasing a, a movie from uh, their Telegram account. Yeah. You need a gigabyte and a half of space to be able to download it. But guess what? When you do download it, all of the exhibits are going to be high resolution. You're going to be able to read this shit at your leisure. That's why we created a charity. We finally got approved by the IRS. That's why we created a charity because all this research is free. And, you know, we're, uh, we have such a good group. You know, we have a group of 50 people who volunteer every single day looking up everything from uh, liens on James Biden's properties down in uh, Florida uh, because he's, you know, like Hunter, they're the profligate spending, living beyond their means. They have basically no virtues. Uh, so I'll shut up now. I don't know what other countries you're interested in, the Kazakhstan deal. Somebody mentioned Massimov in the comments. Uh, I've actually been texting uh, his son, Iskander Karim. Yeah. Uh, he won't respond to my messages now because his dad is in prison. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, these people need to be questioned. And I think that our report is going to be able to give them an outlet to go. You know, Hunt, uh, Devin Archer, uh, Hunter's best friend, his, uh, his wife – actually owns the shares in BHR now. So this this is relevant because Devin's house just got a lien placed on it in Brooklyn. And so what he did was after he got indicted for the for the bond fraud for scamming Indians, he put his BHR's BHR shares um and his uh other businesses in his wife's name and in, in his house in Long Island. And so that's another thing we're going to be exposing is that Krista Archer, this podiatrist based in Manhattan, this foot doctor is actually holding a 10% share of a Chinese communist equity fund. It's unreal. You can't make it up. Um, wow. Have you been cooperating with Senators Grassley and Johnson? Definitely the latter. I've been sending his information. I don't have Chuck's private phone number. I have Ron Johnson's. Uh, I applaud them. They just need more teeth, right? Just release the docs. Like we put, we put if you go on our website, marcopolousa.org, we put the dang bank statements. Like, think about it this way. On our Telegram account, Joe, if somebody thinks we haven't been releasing stuff, on our Telegram account alone, we have all of the Excel documents, all of the Word documents, all of the PowerPoints, all of the text messages, all of the Bobolinsky messages on our dang website and on our Telegram page. We actually put the bank statements from the Cathay Bank, which was the, the bank account they used to get the CEFC money, on our website. Uh, Hunter's Safari browsing history transcripts of Halle Biden begging Hunter for cocaine. Um, uh, 48 minute audio Hold on a tape second. Halle of Hunter talking Halle about his represent. Yeah. How, Oh, Halle Biden was uh, hopelessly addicted to cocaine for years on end. Um, and Hunter at one time said she was going to lose her children because she was basically so out of it and so high all the time. Um, it's the whole family's a mess. Joe is the patriarch of a family of drunks and drug addicts. Uh, that, that's his legacy. All of his kids are messed up. 
Um, Ashley, as you know, she's a hopeless crack and sex addict. Um, these are not my words. It's, um, it's, it's in her own diary, which they've never denied. So somebody asked, will they, be, will they all be locked up? I am not sure why you're asking me that. All I can do is tell the truth. I'm not law enforcement. So you should, you should go ask law enforcement if they're going to be locked up. All I can do is try to make it as easy as possible for them. Uh, one more thing on, on Jack Maxey. Um, no, no law enforcement is going to start an investigation by a picture of a screenshot of an email, guys. They, mm -hmm. they have to make it – you have to have it laid out for them, and that's what we're doing. This is the prosecutor's dream, by the way, Joe. If somebody got this, all the freaking work's done for them. All they had to do is start issuing subpoenas right then. Um, Burn is CFR. I don't like the Council on Foreign Relations. I don't know if anybody – I'm Lutheran, so I'm not involved in secret societies at all. Uh, so yeah, well, I, uh, I don't, I hate CFR. Let's, let's leave, let's leave Patrick Byrne off my page. He's a guy I want to punch in the face, but that's just my opinion. It's not yours. You don't have to share my opinion, but yeah. We, yeah, know, exactly. I don't um, like controlled I, I opposition. I, I don't think that, that all of us are going to, the only, the things that we agree on is that Jesus Christ, the Bidens are an illegitimate regime and we have to get the voting done. We have right. to get the voting thing taken right. care of. So, and and there's so, and, and can, there's much uh, more that yeah. Marco Polo is doing. Just so everyone knows, Marco Polo as an organization is doing some incredible things, not just on the Hunter Biden laptop, but on other areas to uncover massive amounts of information. That it's a spider web. It's a. It, I mean, it's basically a criminal enterprise that goes. It is. It goes all the way across the globe. It's not just here. It's across the globe, and it, and most people can't understand how evil evil is. You just can't fathom it because you would never wake up in the morning thinking about being evil. But, but there's a lot of people that wake up every morning thinking about being evil. And they're all connected. Um, a, a comment, a good comment by C. Andrews 99, Jill Biden has an S-Corp. Uh, sir, we actually put the, um, the annual reports, we had a lovely woman from Pennsylvania, a volunteer named Linda, go get the actual literal annual report for Giacoppa Corp, which is Jill Biden's shell company, an S-Corp, uh, an S-Corp in um, uh, Delaware, along with Joe's, which is where he collected all the speaking fees, about $15 million in 2017 and 2018, which is called Celtic Capri. One of the reasons why we know uh, the Secret Service intervened for Hunter, not only in the abandoned gun case, but also uh, his his uh, paying a Russian prostitute was Celtic is Joe Biden's secret service name. So, um, you know, everything, there's multiple allusions to Celtic, JRB, all these folks operate with aliases. At the end of the report, we put all six of Hunter's aliases, Robinson Hunter. That's how it's, it's how a mob works. They all have aliases. One of Jill's is um, uh, something Tracy. Her maiden name is Tracy. So all of them have aliases. It's a joke. Um, one more, one more thing. So, if you want to go on my Telegram, you literally search Giacoppa Corp. It's there's like ten different, um, you know, ten different uh, uh, posts about it. Um, oh, one more thing. Have you seen the video of FJB naked beating a girl? It's not Joe Biden. Uh, I can assure you. No, it's uh, it's an old it's video. Not, it's not. actually my my buddy actually <laughs> found that video on another porn site. It's been up online for like a decade. It just so happens to be a guy that looks like 40% like Joe Biden. These are, these are hoaxes that the lying press then uses to make us look like kooks. Um, 
not saying that Joe Biden, he, I mean, his own daughter admitted that she showered with him at an inappropriate age. Uh, so I'm not saying that Joe Biden isn't a creep. I'm saying that that's not Joe Biden whipping a girl naked. It's just it's not it's not there. Biden codename was Peter Henderson. That's one of them. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Peter Henderson is is one of them. Um, the other one is um, Ox, which is the mascot for Archmere Academy, uh, which is where he went to high school. Um, Peter Henderson. Well, you know what, Joe? Real quick, I'm just going to go some some of the yeah. other aliases that uh, that that Joe has. Um, like I said, Valerie is Hurricane. Peter Henderson, Robert L. Peters, J.R.B. Ware, Robin Ware, Celtic. Uh, Jill's aliases Capri and JT Godfrey. Um, uh, we go into one of the people that I've talked to is uh, the baby mom is the stripper's lawyer. Uh, the stripper's lawyer, London Alexis Roberts, her lawyer was actually fighting for election integrity in Wisconsin. If you look him up, Clint Lancaster. So we've talked to all these people. I, hell, I texted with London for like a month before she figured out who I was. Um, oh, really? So and she's like, I stopped talking so, to you. Um, Joe, you know, Hunter lied for years, for almost 18 months, about fathering Navy Joanne. Navy, Navy Joanne has never seen any of the Biden family. She never even got a stocking on the mantle. Uh, she's been completely ignored. Another thing, along with Scott O, guys, is the person that uh, um, the other daughter. Frank Biden admits to having two daughters, Frankie Biden. And one of them is named Elena. She went to Harvard. Joe even visited her at Harvard. But there's another girl named Megan who there's nothing – there's no information about her online that we can find. And so there's actually could be another unacknowledged daughter in the Biden family. So, this, so the sitting first family could be ignoring two of their own daughters um, and paying, paying, paying for them. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, this other person, uh, Garrett, doesn't answer the Tory questions. Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about. I don't either. Um, I've literally just looked at the chat and answered one that I know of. So there's no there's no conspiracy. Some of you are like the proverb. Remember where where uh, Christ says through the author of Proverbs, you're swatting at flies that don't exist. You're fleeing from people that aren't chasing you. I have no clue what this person is talking about. Uh, Tori's been helpful on the laptop, gave me um, uh, some of the to Tony Bobulinski screenshots, but um, not everybody is out to get you. That's what I – it's like when I was in fifth grade and there was a, a opposing team, like double-teaming me in basketball. My dad would say, you know, not everybody's out to get you. I think that those folks need to hear that. <laughs> They get they get away with it all. That's actually not true, Skeeter gal. That's you're what they call a doomer, which is uh, basically an old Greek philosophy of nothing nothing matters, nothing's going to happen. Why are we doing this? That's nihilism. You know, it's not it's not Christianity. So and and, and I want to I want to address oh, well. that we we talk a lot about on the show working the problem. Let's work the problem. And I think what you've done is work the problem. You're working the problem. So you you go through the laptop. You create an entire blueprint for any number of state DAs all the way up to, uh, you know, federal prosecutors that can, that you're gift wrapping cases for them by going through the laptop. Exactly. And if anybody wants to say that we have that, that, you know, we haven't been putting stuff out, I mean, just look at our website. If you want to spend the next, 
if you want every weeknight this week, if you want to spend a couple hours going through the Biden crime syndicate, go look at the Biden laptop PDF that we put out. 713 different text message conversations, over 15,000 separate messages, conversations with Valerie Biden, Joe Biden, Jill Biden. Um, they're all there. So we put them even in one PDF for you so you can search by keywords. Um, is it even possible to prevent pardon power on this? Um, the pardon yes. power uh, rightfully is broad, but again, it, the president has has power to pardon federal crimes, not state crimes. Which is why, so, if you go through this, it's so important to look at both sides of what's been created because it's not just state crimes that were violated; it's also federal crimes. And when you start talking about exploitation or sex trafficking, those cases are going to be mostly state, but can also have a superseding uh, federal indictment as well. I agree. Well, brother, I have kept you on here for two hours, and I'm not even—I don't even believe like we scratched the surface of it. Um, <laughs> well, that means that I haven't been as articulate as I want. Part of this stuff is so close to the bone for me. Like, yeah. when they read this section on Ukraine, they're going to get their teeth into Ihor Kolomoisky, which yeah. he's just an—he's an evil sob. And we believe he's the one who originally gave $12.3 million to Brusidi Investments Limited. Brusidi Investments Limited was the parent company of Burisma. Nobody has really gone into Ihor Kolomoisky except Kenakoa, good guy from Hawaii named Eric. Um, he's gone into Kolomoisky. Tying Burisma to Kolomoisky is paramount, absolutely paramount. Remember, um, Burisma is corrupt, but um, the, the guy – I talked to John Solomon on the phone a couple of weeks ago, and he said, Garrett, uh, Zlochevsky is the minigarch. Kolomoisky is the oligarch. And so if you look up Ihor Kolomoisky, there are multiple district court cases going on with him right now in the United States. He was at the center of Privat Bank. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, Joe. Yep. I'm just saying that this guy is ground zero for the IMF loans that were looted out of Ukraine, paid for by our listeners of this right now, in part through taxpayer money. Ihor Kolmoisky stole that cash via Privat Bank and then gave it to shell companies. Some of that money went to buy up U.S. properties, and finally, the U.S. government. If we even have his, his he's a tri citizen. He's a, he, of course he has an Israeli passport, uh, and his his buildings in I think Houston and Florida and Cleveland have been impounded because he bought that money. He bought those buildings with the money that came from Pravad Bank. And so um, uh, George Webb has done a ton on Kolomoisky. He very well has, has but I don't see – I wish that George would put his receipts on a, on a website because I can't – I try to follow him. I have no ill will towards George Webb. I just don't see any receipts. I see a lot of his videos talking, but um, – but I really want some more documents, right? Like we put out like PDFs. Like if George could just put his stuff in PDFs, I would be willing to share his stuff. I just don't see any receipts. Like for example, some of the listeners have talked about uh, Zelensky owning a, a house through a front man in Florida. I'm not denying that that's the case. I think Zelensky is dirty yeah. as sin. I just haven't seen any deeds. Like where's the beef, right? Like where's the property records for Zelensky's house in uh, Florida? I would be, I would be happy. Um, oh, very last thing I'll say, Joe, very last thing. Uh, somebody said I need security. Guys, what gets people killed is if you hold on to information that nobody else has. So everybody in Marco Polo has all the Seth info Rich. I have, right? So 
I don't need to run to a foreign country because if anybody takes me out, it's not going to do anything. Everybody else already has what I have. All, everybody in my group. Um, and we keep in their anonymous for a reason. So, so multiple people have whatever I have. And so, um, you know, the only whistleblower in this, in this whole saga is JP MacIsaac, who, by the way, didn't go to a tabloid and get a glowing profile of himself done. He went no. to the FBI. And so, um, you know, that's the whistleblower. He's been blowing the whistle for a year. And, you know, I respect him immensely. So, uh, and by the way, he's legally blind. That's, that's it. He's, he's legally, legally blind. He's legally blind. Um, he, can, he can see about eight inches, operational vision about eight inches. And um, is a super nice man. I mean, very nice man and did not do any of this to get involved in politics. He got in this because he thought it was the right thing to do based on the information he uncovered on the laptop. Yes. I mean, if we were, if we were grifters, we would be selling these sex videos to TMZ, right? That's what we'd be doing. We don't want to do that. The only time there are graphic – by the way, there's no genitalia in the report. It's all been redacted. The only time there's anything to do with sex in the report is when we talk about crimes. So hunters with a prostitute, talking with a pimp, and smoking crack. We, um, uh, we talk about that, right? If, if Hunter has sex with a female but there's no crime committed, that's not in our report. So, um, because it's, not, it's, it's yeah. about truth. It's about actually getting to the bottom and, get, and building accountability. Well, Garrett, time-wise, yeah. what when when do we when Thank do we expect the report will be done? When do we when do we expect the report? You need will be to hold me accountable to have it out next week because okay. my um I promised my wife a trip after this. I've been on like I said 213 days, and um, I'm proud of it now. Uh, you know, 554 pages, so it's a couple pages a day that I've been pumping out. Um, but again, over a dozen people have seen the draft. So what I'm trying to say is is that it's been torn apart, and I've yeah. corrected all the mistakes. And I listen to everybody. doesn't mean I always agree with their corrections and, and suggestions, but I listen to everybody, and I've sent it out to a lot of people for feedback. Um, he's still roaming free. Actually, he's not. Hunter can't even go out in public. He's cooped up in Malibu. He was at the, he was at the Easter egg roll today, but I'll shut up. No, he, he, he can't. I mean, he literally is on lockdown for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. One, one, because mm-hmm. the more that he's seen, the more the public – gets a view, the more the media will start having a conversation like, why isn't he talking? Why isn't so if he isn't being seen, it is it has quelled some of the mainstream media's ability to uh, you know, remain silent in the case. It's a great point. Um all right, so you're God bless where, you. thanks you're, for your time, man. You're you're planning on going on a trip with your wife. I'll talk to you offline about about uh where you're going. But before yeah. that, before that, before any trips, I'm gonna be talking in person. So I wanna I want to do a show with you in person. I'll uh, fly you out. Because I think way. we can connect better and people can see me. Um, and then um, I'm, I wanted, I got a commitment from OAN to do an in-studio interview with him. Um, wife is his handler. Uh, no clue who you're, no, he's, who you're he's talking not. about. My, my wife my is wife my handler is, too, just bakes. so you know. Yeah. My, <laughs> my wife bakes and supports me. Uh, yeah. Absolutely retarded comment. But hey, God bless you. Hey, Garrett, God bless you, brother. We'll have you out here. I'm going to hold you to next week, and uh, we'll fly you out here, and then we'll put up a board, too. In the studio, we'll put up a board, and we can literally just start you know, drawing lines and putting things together so people can see how it all plays together. I think that would be good as well. Yes. God bless you, sir. Thanks right. again for your time. God bless Bye-bye. brother. Garrett Ziegler on the phone. Oh, I got to tell you, it, uh, we, went, we went way over. And it was worth every bit of it. I have to tell you, Garrett is amazing. 
By the way, he does not pull punches. So if you don't like the fact that he said that's a dumb comment, it's a dumb comment. And keep in mind, he's been doing this for over 200 days, and he has literally pulled, poured everything into it unselfishly. And I want to point out a couple things about Garrett. Number one, he does not talk badly about anyone. He's like, listen, I just want to get to the end of the rainbow. I want to hold people accountable. This is my, this is my part of accountability. So the 50 years from now, I know that this can sur- survive time. And I want this to be something that they're reading for the next five decades. And he wants to see Hunter Biden and others go to prison. He wants to see them pay for their crimes. Now, with that said, there's other people that are doing other things on election integrity, on on getting to the bottom of the fiasco related to the um, election machines. I will tell you that a lot of the things that we talk about with China and Ukraine and Serbia and Romania and and they all tie together. And Hunter Biden's like right in the middle of everything. But so is Joe Biden. So I'm going to hold Garrett to next week. And we'll, Mr. Producer, we'll get Garrett in the studio. We'll fly him out here. Yeah, and- I'm going to keep tabs on exactly how everything's coming. Uh, and as soon as he's ready to go, we'll, we'll have him out here. And, and just so you guys know, too, having, having, read, one, having read this entire report that, that we showed you a few pieces well, of. the draft report. The draft, the draft, not the report, yeah. but the, this draft. Uh, Garrett is doing the hard work. You talk about him working the problem. Garrett is doing the hard work. He's working the problem. Yeah, I started reading some of it, and he asked me, how's it so far? Like, I haven't gotten far. It's really solid right now. And he's like, that's not good enough. I got more into it, and I got a second draft, and then I went, wow. Like, the level of detail and how brazen these people are, it, it's it's stunning. It really is. And, and here's the thing. They never thought that it, it mattered to get caught. That's why he didn't care. He's like, I don't care. I can throw a gun in a dumpster. No big deal. The, the Secret Service is going to cover it up for me. They're literally walking behind the criminal syndicate. And as a kid, I'm going to just tell you this. At 16 years old, I was a mule. I, I would pick up a bunch of stuff here, and I would deliver it down here, and they'd pay me five grand, and away I went. And the reason why it's important to say that is because in the criminal world, everyone kind of creates a bubble where they take you. You have your part. You play. And this is a criminal enterprise. They all play their part. They play it well, and they just pass out dollars to each other. So I just want to say thank you to Garrett for what he's done, and God bless him and his family. Um, so that's it. We're out of time. And, guys, listen, uh, hit the Rumble button. If you're on uh, Rumble, share it. Take the video. Now, listen, it's going to take a little bit for this video to fully download. So we will also put it in two parts, Mr. Producer. On, yeah, I can split it. On uh, uh, Apple Podcast. Make sure you have uh, Garrett Part 1 and Garrett Part 2. Yep. Um, so we'll split it in half. Uh, but share it. Hit the share button on this. Get it out there. Um, and we will have Garrett in studio. And I plan on planning this all out. I want to get a whiteboard out here, uh, take some of the information I have on my boards, put it together in here, and walk through the report over the next week. But you'll see a report holding Garrett to it that will be out next week. Um, and just the little pieces that you saw is a great indication of just how amazing the work that he's doing um, on this for the nearly the last year. And I think when we do the, the special with Garrett, I think we should probably release a transcript of that interview as well. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like what you, li- like what you see, go ahead and, and hit the, uh, the uh, subscribe button. You can find us live in a bunch of places, conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. We're going to be on Getter and a couple other places. We did get kicked off of Twitch, which is really no big loss. Everyone just kind of migrated over. You can find me at Truth Social, at Joe Oltman, and at Conservative Daily. You can find Garrett 
And so let, let's just make sure we put that up there. If you want to follow Garrett, because people have said that they weren't following Garrett uh, before and didn't follow his channel. So let's, let's get that up there if we can, Mr. Producer. Uh, Garrett. Let me see what his no name is on that. So on uh, Garrett, on uh, Marco Polo on Telegram, you can go to yeah. MarcoPoloUSA.org on Telegram. Uh, they are at Marco Polo USA as well. Yeah. And then you can get uh, to find Garrett. I'll put it in the link as well. It's uh, t.me slash Garrett M. Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R. Um, so make sure you give him a follow as well. He is... I'm definitely doing all of the hard work. Um, if you want to follow us on the audio version, a ton of ways you can find us. We're pretty much everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. I did get contacted today because we're literally syndicated on another 40 different sites. I've been searching. They're, it's, they're all over the place. Yeah, I've never everywhere. even heard of them. Um, so we are... Uh, uh, <laughs> People are saying, hey, you should take it down there so it consolidates it so that you get the proper ranking. I just, honestly, it's all about truth, and we want to make sure that we are presenting and pushing that truth. Um, so if you like what you see, hit, uh, give us a five-star review. Uh, share this episode with someone that needs to hear it. Um, we'll see you. We go every, live every uh, day, every weekday at uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, noon um, Eastern Standard Time, and at 5 o'clock um, Mountain time, Mountain seven time. Eastern, and we might be switching tomorrow. It might be tomorrow. It might be later in this week. 